Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We're home for Thanksgiving, y'all, and our parents are real happy to see us, so they're going to treat us like queens. This may be their house, but for the next four days, we've got to run this bitch. I'm Sophie. I'm April, and this is She's All Fat, the podcast for body positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. In this week's minisode, we'll discuss Thanksgiving, the joys and pains of grocery shopping, and adventures in cooking. Let's eat. So here we are in the meat of it. Last Thanksgiving, we gave you an episode all about navigating those comments from your rude aunties. You need to read this freaking <laughs> intro if you write it like this That's at the dinner my, table. My thought process. You okay. can totally customize it. Uh-huh. This Thanksgiving, we want to get into the nitty gritty about a little bit on our personal histories and whether or not body positivity has changed the ways we approach cooking. What do you have to say? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. So for me personally, um, body positivity has definitely changed the way that I approach cooking. First of all, I kind of like I think a lot of body positivity, body positivity stuff. You sometimes it's really helpful to take a break from stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that that's um, a couple steps of things with intuitive eating as well. But I got really lucky because I have a boyfriend who's really good at cooking, and so I just kind of let Victor cook for me the last couple years. And it's only recently that I have tried to approach cooking and making my own food in a way that feels positive and powerful and um, just good instead of being like, what's the, like, how can I dab enough oil off of this so I can (laughs) cut a few more calories off of it or whatever. Um, So recently this year I've been trying to cook and I'm not very good at it. And every, like half the things I make on my own taste bad but I've been very proud of myself for like learning how starting to learn how to cook things that I want to eat and things that make me feel accomplished and um (laughs) self-sustaining and um and just like things I can kind of whip up without really thinking about which um kind of not thinking about making food was never a thing for me before. It was always very fraught when I thought about making or ordering food. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, for me, I grew up in a household where we were always cooking and we were always on a diet together. So it was kind of like, okay, this is the thing we're eating this week, all of us, because we're all on Atkins. And it was also because my parents are immigrants, a lot of like, we're eating Liberian food. So either it's like, okay, diet food for breakfast and lunch, whatever that meant. And then like a heavy fried stew for dinner, which those are my favorite foods. But now that I'm kind of coming out of that and being my own adult, 
cooking and intuitive eating have gone hand in hand because for me I'm still trying to figure out like what my body wants to eat I've been so disconnected from that my whole life so now I'm in the process of figuring out what it wants to eat and then cooking it so I have the benefit of having a lot of experience of cooking under my belt because I grew up in a cooking family but I've never cooked in this specific way which is cooking for what I need and what I want versus cooking for what my mom says we're gonna eat (laughs) so that has been different and that has definitely been a change that has aligned with my like political expansion so with that said right now we are pulling into a grocery store i'm driving i drive poorly and i i own that (laughs) and we are about to cook a meal live on the pod i'm so excited yeah so if you've heard the turn signal or you've heard other noises in the background it's because this um, episode of She's All Fat is out and about, and you're going with us. So this is going to be like one of those cool episodes where people go interview someone and you hear like their door slamming, you know, when they get out. All that. That heavy breathing and wheezing. That's me anxiously making a left turn. <laughs> and here we are. And also me forgetting to put the mic in front of April's mouth while she's talking. It's going to be a very rugged episode, but I'm excited. You'll get to cook with us, experience Sophie's cooking anxieties. <laughs> And you'll get to hear... Oh, God, I missed a spot. You Hold did. on. <laughs> Hold on. Right here. No, I want this one. But there was one right... Okay. No, I want this right. one. All I want right. this one. Okay. <laughs> this is the one that I want. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maria, leave it in. Oh my god, leave everything in. We gotta leave it all in. Alright. Um, so we are about to venture into a sort of high-end grocery store <laughs> together. <laughs> Listen, I shop at the 99 cents only. This not high-end. Pavilions is high-end. They're like in the Vaughn's family. This one is, this there's is nice. police here 24-7 <laughs> and there's always poop on the floor. Yeah, they're guarding the organic asparagus. It's not high-end. Anyway, we're at a high-end grocery oh store <laughs> and we're gonna gather some materials to make a special she's all fat lunch stay not tuned the 99 cent store does not mean high it's high end <laughs> stay tuned okay, okay okay first stop the grocery store is a place with a lot of anxiety for me so sometimes i like to come over to this thing and see if the soda fountain's working and get a diet coke to have while we walk around let's see if it's working today No, it's not working. Ooh. All right. Okay, the seasoning aisle. Can we get some sandwich meat while we're right here? Okay. Wow, April almost just killed a man with her cart. She almost killed a man. <laughs> He's trying to tell her it's fine, but she really almost hit him really hard. Wow. It was so close. But he was so, like, he was so ready to jump over me. He was so agile. Wait, look at this fancy cheat. Wow, maybe it is high-end in here. This- I'm telling you. This place is high-end. Soph doesn't know. She's out of touch. I'm sorry, but I think high-end is Whole Foods. Or even, like, the Whole Foods 365 is high-end. Or Trader Joe's is kind of high-end. No, this place is nicer than a Trader Joe's. It's more expensive. No, it's not. It is. There is never poop on the floor in a Trader Joe's. Well, that's just because they have good customer service. Yeah. That's what makes something (laughs) high-end. No, I think the offerings are what makes it high Like, we're looking at a big roll of cheese right now. They don't have that. I can't find the cheese that I want. Well, this is only, this is the high-end cheese section. We can just go to dairy. Okay. All right. Shall we? Yeah. Okay, so we're here in the spices. We're looking for coriander. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And fennel seeds. You need whole fennel seeds? Yeah. Okay. There's nothing. There's cream of tartar, cloves, cinnamon, 
We go straight from cinnamon to cloves to cream of tartar. Fennel seeds, great. We need coriander. It's a good price? How do you know it's a good price? Because this is like... This, this, so this is like organic paprika, which would be like $5. Wait, you see the coriander? Ground coriander. There we go. And it's 25% off, which this is harder to find spice and it looks like it's going to be higher quality. So I will go for it. Okay. You're not saying much meat. Okay. Now we're going to look for meat. Meat eaters. (laughs) Meat eaters. Sorry, everyone. We're looking for chicken breast. Here. I don't want to get too lean because that'll be gross. Okay. (laughs) see. Thin sliced? Thin sliced? Thin sliced is good. What's the difference between all of these? Free range? Okay, free range just means hard. This is why it's all overwhelming, because there's There's so so many many. options. Okay, so free range means, like, yes, the chicken was treated well, but it won't taste good. It's, like, tough meat, basically. Well, you want your chicken force-fed? I I honestly honestly do. Thin sliced um, doesn't seem bad, and it's already skinless, so that'll save us some time. Extra lean just means no fat, so again, it'll be too tough. What about these green ones? The green packaging. These are just overpriced, um, but they're like thin sliced breast filet. Oh, well. We got babies up in the cut. (laughs) It's lit. So I think we should go this. This is chicken breast, boneless, skinless, thin sliced. Okay. You'll have some extra. I was never fed chicken thighs as a child, ever. We only got into chicken thighs kind of later, but I just need that juiciness, so we used to do a lot of thighs. All right. All right, we got the meat. Where are we going next? Produce, so let's take a left. Okay, I'm looking for the thing I know how to cook best. Just chips and dip. Got some mild salsa. Now I'm looking for some corn chips. Do you see corn chips, April? Also looking for sea salt and vinegar potato chips, because I like those. Those are... What? White corn is fine. Perfect. Let's put these in here. And now we go over to the veggies, right? Let's do it. Veggies. I'm doing what they tell you not to do, which is shopping hungry. Okay, we're in the produce. I often have a hard time knowing what makes produce good. For the tomatoes, I'm just looking for nothing looks soggy or openly rotten. Is <laughs> the only thing. Okay. But yeah, we got a little pack of grape tomatoes to add some color to our dish. Okay. And I think that's it. I think we're good. Do we need anything else? Let's see. I made a list. I checked it all. I checked it twice. I think we're good. We're in the checkout line. I'm looking at some really... Uh, some really persuasive headlines that are making me want to make a purchase. Let's see. At last, Jen moves on. In love with a regular Joe. Jen Garner is falling in love. Wait, let's see. News. Eating water instead of drinking it heals a broken metabolism. What does that mean? Woman's world, you've been ruining my life for years. What does that mean? Um, Kardashians finally canceled. 1.5 billion empire collapses. That's not true. Soap's holding up a tiny taste. We love these crispy nothing cookies. Um, There's so much jerky. I always fall for chocolate here. I'm always, like, getting myself peanut M&Ms. I was going to get myself some peanut I always do. No, I don't because I want to eat this meal that you make. (laughs) I make a lot of impulse purchases in this area. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. We got a deal. (laughs) We're back in the car now. We're back in my Prius. We're navigating back to the house. To make a meal for the ages. Very excited. The billboard in the distance. (laughs) Can't believe they're going to make another one of those. 
All right. I'm going to look and see if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. So do you have any other memories about grocery stores from growing up? Honestly, all my memories are just me and my mom at Super Walmart at 11.47 p.m. panicked because she got home from her second job and we have no lactose-free milk, so we got to go get it now. <laughs> that was all of my, like, experiences. But as an adult, I find grocery shopping really soothing. I tend to be at the grocery store, like, a lot because I like to cook a lot of things that I need, like, a specific ingredient for. Um, but yeah, growing up, it was just chaotic and it was always like, we didn't have enough money. So it was just like, what are we getting this week? Can't believe it's not butter or actual butter. <laughs> so oh my God. I can say that in the course of my life, I now can buy real butter. <laughs> that is a blessing. Growth. <laughs> Growth. I consistently buy actual Irish butter. Wow. This is very LA. A black man <laughs> on a bird scooter just went by <laughs> holding a Frappuccino and stared at April. Of course. They love me. And it's like, pay my bills or get off my dick. Honestly, um, I hate the grocery store. I find it very stressful. There's too many choices. That's why I like Trader Joe's because there's fewer choices. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not great for like when you need to make something specific, but I rarely need to do that because I don't know how to cook. Um, so I'm happy with what Trader Joe's provides me. But you know what? You're trying. So this year has, has experimented with rice cookers. Mm -hmm. You've experimented with different cooking apps. You're like being proactive about it. Yeah. I do really like this new app I downloaded called Meal Board. It's very helpful. You just like, you can import a recipe from a website into it or you can type one in or whatever. And then it like separates out the ingredients for you and will tell you like, okay, here's all the produce you need to buy. And then it has another page that you click on and it's like, here's all the instructions. It's very helpful. Do you ever watch any like cooking shows or cooking channels on YouTube? No, I find them boring. <laughs> I think cooking's boring. Oh my, but you, but you like eating. You're just not interested in the process. No, I don't like it. I, find, <laughs> I, I think Victor really likes it, but he also like, he likes cooking and like talking while he's cooking or like listening to music and then like he feels proud of it but it's it maybe will get more satisfying for me it's just not that satisfying right now when I'm like cool I just stand here and stare at these onions and then <laughs> it tastes bad <laughs> like and then it tastes bad yeah honestly yeah I feel you it's hard because we're coming from very different places so for me it was always like a fun family activity yeah my mom did not like cooking either no. so if I didn't have that background I probably would feel the same way and be like this is just another adult boring thing that yeah. I want to do that's exactly how I feel so I feel you but one day when you cook a meal you're so proud of I bet you will have a similar experience <laughs> it has totally become <gasps> that's me honking at did someone. you just beep <laughs> I just beeped at someone <laughs> I'm aggressive. Wow. Um, no, I have the experience of self-care or cooking now being a part of my self-care routine. I'll like turn on um, an episode of Emma Chamberlain's YouTube vlog. Who's that? <laughs> she's just a 17-year-old <laughs> that I follow on YouTube because she's the new hot thing. And I'll like cook, you know, an elaborate Korean meal. <laughs> and I love it. Wow. I did a really killer salmon the other day and i put cotilla cheese on the asparagus and that I was sounds like, so good i honestly like impressed myself i was like go off bitch oh my god <laughs> i was like shook by myself that sounds delicious honestly I cook it for you it's pretty good and it, but it was spicy that's the thing every time you've cooked for me it's been amazing oh honestly God, every you. time i'm at your house and you're like do you want some of this you poor child know how to cook i'm like yes please <laughs> And you, and you always eat everything, even if I know it's too hot for you because you start turning red. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's always really good. And also, I want to show you how much I appreciate it. It's very sweet. No, I love cooking. 
All right, going in my house. Here's some of that found color. Ooh, eating a huge apple. Ew. <laughs> okay. Hi, Zora. Hi, doggy. Hi, good doggy. Okay. So, we're going to attempt to make some uh, zoodle chicken pesto with grape tomatoes, correct? Yes, sounds good. Okay, so should I get out the frozen zoodles? Yes. Getting out the pesto. And I got out the zoodles. I would normally put on some music for this. But, but we're recording. But we're recording. Imagine us listening to some tunes. What do you usually listen to? Well, Victor listens to jazz or old school rap. Okay. So usually we're listening to that. <laughs> but if I'm by myself, I don't know. I'll put on whatever I'm into at that moment. Sometimes I want to sing along because I get bored while cooking. Mm-hmm. So I'll put on like a musical. Ooh. Okay. And then I'm in the kitchen like, well, my mother was <laughs> frightened of a shotgun, what? they say. See, I didn't get your gun. Oh, my God. That's why I'm such a wonderful shot. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's decide how much chicken you want. I'm not going to eat a lot of this, so this is going to be how much you think you'll eat. Well, let's just do, I don't know. Is this the right side also? This side? Uh, this that's side? the right side. Okay. Um, well, don't we have to cook all of it now that we've opened it? I would refreeze it. You but would I would freeze make, it? I, if I wasn't going to use it, but I have to make that decision like right now. Help. <laughs> I don't see. know how to make this decision. Okay, well, first let's pick our knife. Want, yeah, I want the most serious the scariest knife. scariest looking I want knife. the scariest the knife. The most Michael Myers knife. And then I'm going to pick out a piece and see just how much of this. Okay, so I think... Well, actually, what we could just cook all the chicken and you can use it for like another purpose later. That would later. be really nice. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So we're taking out... Because I still have two frozen chicken breasts down there from when Nina had me freeze it, and I don't know what to do I with see. them. I see. Okay. So we have, like, two huge chicken breasts cut into, like, fillets, and we are going to cut them into thin strips and then fry them up, or, like, saute them up. Okay, I'm throwing away the gross chicken platter. So while I do this, will you heat this with some olive oil? Uh-huh. So let's eyeball like a tablespoon and then we might add more. Okay. How much is a tablespoon? Let's see. Just pour a little and then I'll tell you. How much? Okay, swivel it around. Let me see. Maybe just a little bit more. I think that's good for now. And then we'll add more if necessary. And then heat it on, like, medium. Well, my burner's really hot. So, like, low medium. Yeah. I only know that because that's what Victor has said. <laughs> nice. Just repeating sentences you've heard Victor yeah, say. I don't know what that really means. Perfect. Okay. We're cooking with gas, literally. It's a gas stove. Hell yeah. Which is the best. My mom taught me electric is trash. Okay, this is... It says you in the meat of it that you wrote for us. Okay. You want us to talk about our biggest challenges when approaching cooking. Okay, perfect. 
You go first. Okay, everything. Everything. What, what if you have to pick one, like when you're sitting down to cook a dinner, what's the most daunting part? Is it the groceries? It's honestly the ADD approach to it, which okay. is like, I don't know how to break it down into simpler and a more approachable steps. Okay. It just seems very overwhelming to me. Um, so just like, okay, how do I choose a recipe? I don't even know how to look at one and be like, this will be easy. This will not be easy. Like, okay, then I have to figure out which grocery store do I need to go to. That's why this app that I found is helpful because it helps break everything down for me. Okay. But yeah, I think it's just the, my lack of skills in like breaking things down to manageable chunks because I don't know how to do so much of it. Cause like, Okay, I go to the grocery store and then I can get lost for like 10 minutes just choosing one ingredient, trying to choose the cheapest or the best, like not knowing how to do that. Mm. So it can be hard for me with my ADD and my perfectionistic tendencies to be like, just choose this thing and it doesn't matter because I don't like other things. I'm like, you can skimp on this and you can like you need, but you need to get this part right. And I don't have a sense of that with cooking at all. What about for you? For me, I would say, like, around the holidays, that's stressful cooking. Because when I'm at my house, just, like, figuring out what I want to eat for the week, that to me is fun because I know how to do it and I usually know what I want. But for holidays, it's like, okay, my mom would be like, April, you've made this meal really well several times this year. So now, the big guns. All your uncles are coming over. <laughs> Cook your favorite dish perfectly. Oh <laughs> it's just, like, stressful because my mom is a perfect cook and she always like knocks it out of the park and people have high expectations coming to our house so it's like cook the thing you usually enjoy cooking but cook it perfectly and so I get stressed out that like what if a little thing I added last time I don't remember to add because I don't really like follow the recipes that closely what if I yeah what if I don't make it exactly perfect but if something goes wrong what if I drop something I'm so klutzy you know so around the holidays if I have to cook something that is my like most stressful time um usually I get relegated to like the appetizers because my mother doesn't trust me <laughs> but whatever okay can you pick out the seasonings Okay. <laughs> I'll guide you through. Just go over to the season cabinet and tell me what you see. Well, these are all the seasonings that Victor set out for me before he left. Okay. That he thought I could use. Nice. Um, my sister, for um, my birthday last year or Christmas last year, she gave me this really thoughtful gift because I was trying to learn how to cook stuff, which was a subscription box called Raw Spice Bar. And it's all the, none of the people or things we're mentioning in this are sponsored okay. us, by the way. Um, but it's just like, they send you small batch spices. And so Isabel was like, you could use these for like, you know, cooking stuff. Like you just add it in with whatever. Cause it's cool spices. So like world spices. yeah. So like this is smoked chicken rub. I don't know if that's the right vibe for now. Probably not. What did say what's in it? Hot smoked paprika, cacao powder, cumin, onion, oregano, garlic, cayenne powder, turmeric, fenugreek. Nah, that'd be good in a chili, though. Okay, here's Malaysian curry, chili powder, chai masala, urfa biber pepper. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Apple pie spices, Mediterranean oregano, Rubbed sage, Hindu French vaduvin. Wait, what's in the Mediterranean oregano? Is it oregano? Uh huh. Okay. Maybe we'll use some of that. Moroccan ras el hanu. That's cumin, coriander, ginger, black peppercorns, rosebuds, turmeric, allspice, cloves, cinnamon, cayenne chilies, and sumac sesame zatar. And then I also have like. Um, I have like paprika, I have onion powder, oops. I have other spices over here that I think Jasmine put away a little bit. I have this um, salt-free garlic and herb oh, seasoning yeah. blend. Let's do that, let's do salt, pepper, and then the oregano. Okay, good. salt, pepper, and oregano. Okay, April is putting the chicken in the oil, which is something I'm terrified of doing. Because it'll pop you? Yeah. I just don't feel pain anymore, so it's all good. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so... Whoop, ah! literally, literally, she spilled the salt. You gotta throw some over your shoulder. <laughs> so scary. Okay, so we're gonna dump the chicken in. Okay. Hope we have enough space. We don't want it to be, like, on top of each other, so it might not, it might not all fit at once. Which is chill. Getting those nice frying sounds. Wow. We're so art. We're very art. <laughs> okay. Now, let's season. Okay. Let's get the last bits of chicken. Okay, should I? You touch them though with your chicken hands. I touch them with my chicken hands. Okay, we're just gonna sprinkle every seasoning. We're going very light to start. Oops. Oh, <laughs> forgetting the whole thing is open. Yeah. Okay. We're going in this one. We're gonna go with the the garlic herb seasoning blend. <laughs> this is considered is light, light for me. Yeah, I know. This <laughs> is considered light. Just because I'm taking into account that there's chicken on the bottom. Going in with the oregano. Just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit Just as little it bit. dumps out. Listen, I'm African. Like, we have heavy hands when it uh -huh. comes to seasoning. Okay. The salt. All right. Okay, I'm going to pick a spoon. Okay, so I'm going to just start moving it around or whatever. While I do this, okay, so you tell me, what is your preference? A whole cherry tomato or cut them in half first? Don't know. Do you mind having, like, a whole tomato in your mouth? No. Okay. We'll just leave it there. So, for chicken like this, I want to cover it for, like, a second so it can cook all the way through. And then we'll keep sauteing. 
So I think what we'll do is we'll cook the chicken all the way through. Then we'll take the chicken out. So I need a place to put like the cooked chicken. Okay. Um, and then that way you can keep some of it. Some of it will go back in the pasta once it's done. So like a Tupperware or something. Oh, this makes me stressed. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest concern? It'll be gross? I don't know. I just, I think it really hits my perfectionistic stuff. And also just like, I also have money stress wrapped up in cooking mm -hmm. because I, since I don't know how to cook, I order food a lot. Is this big enough? Is this good? Um, and so I feel guilt about it. Like, oh, I want to, like, if I could figure out how to cook well, then I would save more money and then I'd be better, you know? Um, but also, yeah, just like, I don't like not knowing how to do something. Um, especially when I'm hungry, like, you need it now. then I need it. Like my, my blood sugar goes down and then it's, it's over for me. As Sophie ventures to get more paper towels, I'm here to talk shit about her. Number one, her haircut. Wow. <laughs> Actually, the haircut is very cute. Follow her at Sophie. Was it, what's your Instagram? Self CK? Sophia underscore Sophia CK underscore. Underscore. Someone who hasn't used their account since 2010 has Sophie CK. Wow. Huh? If you know Sophie CK, tell her to cash us outside. Literally. You should give up your Instagram account if you haven't used it in that long, honestly. There should be rules about that. That's very irritating. Okay. There's just, no way to contact them. Just washed some tomatoes, ready for us to throw in when the time comes. We could just put those here for now. If we were being fancy, I would have gone out and Nina and I made pesto one time with, with Victor's basil, and it was really good. From scratch? Yeah. You got pine nuts and everything? Victor's made me, that was one of the first meals he made me um, when we were first dating back when I could eat gluten. Okay. Was like, he made three different kinds of pasta and one of them was gnocchi with pesto that from basil that he'd um, grown himself. That's so sweet. It was very impressive. Yeah, we're supposed to saute it. Or something. It says... Remove from packaging, place in a medium-sized skillet, place over medium heat, cover with a lid, cook seven to nine minutes for al dente, season with olive oil, salt, and pepper before serving or toss with your favorite pasta sauce. Okay, so how do we know when the chicken's done? Okay, so we got ourselves a white-ass chicken, <laughs> which means it's on its way to being cooked. Also, I want it to be white at some point. Go ahead. Pesto. What do you do? How do you know when to put the pesto in? Pesto will be last. It'll just um, be the, the sauce. Um, so we want it to be white to know that it's going to cook through, but then we also want it to be brown so that it's not just... Okay, sorry. Sorry, I just belly bumped it. <laughs> belly bump. All right, I'm covering it again for a sec. How do you know how long to cover it? Just because some of the parts were still pink, so it's like raw. We don't want to die. No, I don't want to right now. <laughs> you know another oh. thing about um, cooking? Well, I can do it. Another thing about cooking is that I kind of always resented being made fun of for not being able to cook because I felt like cooking was something kind of traditionally feminine that I was like, I don't have to fucking cook. Like, why should I have to be the one who knows how to cook? Nobody's out here asking young men in their 20s if they know how to cook because none of them fucking do either. No, not at all. You know? And so I think that's part of it. I can be very, like, anti-authoritarian. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah, it's definitely just from the lid. Oh, okay. Um, and so... That's another thing. I was just like, no, I don't need to cook. What is the main source of that? Like that feeling of being judged for not being able to cook. Where does that come from? 
Um, I think from like the same kind of like at Stanford, everyone there is like the kind of person who knew how to meal prep as, as soon as they graduated and just was like, yep, I got to get up in the morning and run it, run the dish. I'm going to run a mile. And like, and then I wear my North face and like, oh. you know what I mean? Just very like, I'm a consultant and I live in San Francisco and like, I'm very healthy all week and I blah, 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 blah. It's just a very thing like that to me. And I, and, and so for a while I was just like, no, don't want to do any of that. And I'm just like, I said, recently getting back into being like, but I want to cook for me Yeah. as opposed to being like, you know, I'm trying to make a cool thing for like, I can bring it to work every day as lunch in my bento box, even though I'm not Japanese. I know, pencil boxes are so in right now. And your little Pyrex, you're not better than me yeah. <laughs> with your meal prep. Jeez Louise. But it's clearly very different for you and for Victor than it is for me. I also just like, my mom was so busy that when she cooked, she was always like, okay, I gotta do this yeah. now. Um, and she makes like a couple very good dishes, but a lot of times for her, I just saw her be like, oh, I'm stressed. Yeah. And, and I also, like, sometimes she tried to make me help her in the kitchen. I was just bad at it. <laughs> so. My mom was like that, too. Like, me and my sister were talking the other day. Like, I don't know how she pulled it off. She had two jobs. During the week, she would cook at least two fresh meals and, like, in the middle of the night, cook something amazing and just leave it in the fridge for us. But on the weekends were the, like, fun family cooking times. But there was definitely times where you just hear, like, a crash in the, in the kitchen at 1 a.m. Oh, my God. Because she's making us a, like, Liberian delicacy and has to get up for work in three hours. So that was always, like... I felt bad for her, but it was always good. No matter how much stress my mother's under, she always cooks amazing. The one food-related tradition that we have is that on Christmas, my mom always, like, we have hot chocolate while we open our stockings. Oh, my gosh. And then we have, like, waffles or pancakes that my mom made and bacon and stuff. That was really fun. Okay, so I'm going to transfer this cooked chicken into the dish. Then we're going to move on to cooking that zucchini. So will you open the package up? Yeah. Okay. Yum, it smells good. It does smell good. If I had more time, I would also put fresh squeezed lemon in this. Ooh. I think that might be good. Lemon. You know what I found? If you warm up a lemon before you squeeze it, more, more juice, juice comes, comes out. out. Yeah. Tell me that. And if you roll it. Yeah, if you roll it, you got to... Be tender to your lemon. That's what I've learned. Oh my god, a Greek husband would be perfect. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Alright, go ahead and dump that zucchini pack in. Oh god. Okay. It says like It's near the fire. Wow. It's gonna get very crispy. Actually, if I can get a fork, I can save her. Thank you. Okay. Now I can examine how cooked this is. Let's see. Okay. Let's cover it. Loosen up a bit. Okay, while we cover it, should we talk about what we're thankful for? Sure. Okay. Okay, so as we wait for our zucchini noodles to thaw... Let's talk about what we're thankful for this year. Okay. I'll go first. Number one, I'm thankful for the official sisters of the pod. We both have great sisters who hold us up and send us memes and are there for us. It was a rough year all around, I would say. 
because I'm thankful for my sisters. I have another sister, too. She's busy with her 12 kids. Shout out to Cece. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thankful for my sister. I'm also thankful for Maxine Waters. I felt like she's kept, she's one of the only people who's kept, like, the correct energy all year, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah. It's just been nice looking at her and having somebody who, like, feels the same level of upset as I do politically. Like, she just very, very much mirrors that, mm-hmm. so I appreciate her. Um, I'm also thankful for African beauty supply stores. I do not remember writing that, but that's true. Um, I've had a lot of like joy in just changing my hair a lot this year just to distract me from the chaos. Shout out to um, the many, many, many African beauty supply stores in my neighborhood for just helping me keep it fresh and also just like a place of community. Not all of them are black owned, but there's lots of like beautiful black women in there who will just we'll help each other and we'll be like do you think this looks cute pink are we sure about pink <laughs> like i appreciate that um in addition to like my family and also the family that's what i'm thankful for what about you i'm also thankful for my sister who helps out with the pod sometimes which is really really kind and she always listens and then texts me her feedback she wanted me to do a hashtag sorry isabel because she felt like i made her sound like the bad seed in her words but i did not i just said that she and my mom argued more which is true um, when we were talking about like, you were like, what was punishment like mm-hmm. in your house? And I was like, I wasn't punished, but she was. <laughs> Sorry, Izzy. We all know you're really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also I'm thankful for my friends. I know that you say I'm obsessed with my friends every week. <laughs> every week we have an outline and we write our obsessions and Sophie always writes my friends, I, LOL. Listen, well, if I said what I was actually obsessed with that week, it would, every week it would be like the 10 episodes of Gilmore Girls I've watched this week waiting for my boyfriend to come home. <laughs> what is it? Like I... <laughs> Don't do anything interesting. Um, I'm obsessed with my friends who helped me celebrate and have a very, very happy birthday this last week. Like I said, I was like worried because my mom and sister and boyfriend weren't going to be here, but they really made it special for me, including you, April. That was very, very nice. And you made me feel very special and loved. I'm so glad. Um, And then also I'm thankful for the professionals that keep me above water. That's my therapy, my therapist, my psych. My Pilates instructor, my hairstylist. Own it, own it. Hopefully, I'll soon add an acupuncturist and, um, you know, whatever else. I have like 20 doctors I go to, so I'm very thankful for them. And hold on, can you believe this is all the noodles? It's like two noodles. Zoodles and spinach both cook down to nothing. It honestly, I don't, it makes me feel like I don't understand cooking or math. It's like, I did not expect it to be this few zoodles. It's like three tablespoons of zoodles. Yes. I want to drain some of the It's one serving. I'm also thankful, honestly, just for living in LA. I like think it would be way harder for me to like find community and the like gluten-free stuff I have to eat in other places. Just to be able to live the way you need to live so that you're well. Yeah. It would be hard to do it somewhere else. All of the bougie stuff here that I like and all of the professionals that are here and all of the just people who are here who are also gluten-free. Oh my god. And like just like um living in a place where everyone else is also trying to like go after it and get it. Um, the OC is a kind of conservative place. We're still working on them, but like most of LA is pretty liberal and that's like nice to live in a place where most people are sort of okay. (laughs) I don't want to be too. No, we don't want to give too much credit. Yeah. Most people are sort of okay here is generous. Yeah. And, um, and I just really like the vibe of LA and like the, 
I just like trying to go after creative stuff here. So I guess I'm thankful for living here. I finally feel like I'm making progress towards my creative goals. Good. Yeah, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Soph, as I am every year that we know each other. Mm. That's nice. <laughs> mm. That's Sophie's I feel appreciated noise. Mm. <laughs> okay, what are your tips for the Hannahs who feel like you and have a lot of stress around cooking? The apps seem really helpful to me. Yeah, this this meal board app is very helpful. What's it called again? So you put it in the show notes? Um, I think meal, meal board. Okay. Yeah, meal board. Um, very helpful for me because it separates stuff out for you. Honestly, I kind of want to try some of the apps where you can order grocery things because some weeks going to the grocery store is too overwhelming for me. And I think I have a lot of guilt about using those because I, but I, I know that that logic doesn't really apply. You know, as we talked about before, the white knuckling doesn't really apply. If I bully myself about not going to the grocery store, that does not necessarily mean I'll actually go. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm going to try that. And also just like... Not being ashamed to ask for help. Um, I asked a couple people for help when I was trying to do this, and I had to tell them, like, you're not allowed to laugh at me about this. Like, I know usually I'm up for gentle ribbing, but I actually feel very sensitive about this, and so please, like, don't make me feel more dumb than I already feel (laughs) about this. And everyone was like, sure, I'll help you. And so now I have a couple meals that I can make fairly well, Fuck yeah. Um, or like I'm on my way to making like I've made chili several times now. Oh hell yeah. Um and the other day, like Nina helped me make fajitas. Oh, yes. That was good. Um, except for the again, the tortillas from Trader Joe's are not gross, good. Gross. <laughs> They're not good. Um, but yeah, um just like start really slow. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And like don't be if you're like me and you're overwhelmed by the like you know, fancy cooking things. Don't be afraid to just Google like easy recipe. Mm-hmm. Like e- 10 minutes, start with that. 10 minute yeah. foods. Crock pot foods are really like helpful to just jump in and also time savers. Honestly, another thing I started with was just buying some prepared or almost prepared foods from Trader Joe's. That really helped me get into the mindset of I'm going to eat out of my fridge instead of I'm going to eat leftovers or I'm going to eat like Gilmore Girls <laughs> style. <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah, like it really helped me get into the mindset of like, I'm going to eat from what I have yeah. and like make something. Um, and so then I feel good about it, even when I'm just making a picnic style meal, which I eat a lot, yeah. which is just like, like lunch meat, <laughs> a little all thing. Cart. I would describe your eating style as a la carte. Yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> just gra- grazing. Just whatever. I love to graze. What okay. you? So first, I'm going to describe what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the zoodles are sautéed. There's three zoodles on this in this pot. I cannot believe. <laughs> so I put some cherry tomatoes in, added a little more seasoning. Now I'm going to add some of the chicken back, and then the sauce, and then I think we're done. Good. Um, scarf it. Then you'll scarf. Go. Um, okay, so what was the question? Tips for Hannah's? Yeah. Who are starting to cook? Yeah, I would say honestly, start with perfecting one dish. Like I think the first thing I made that I, that was like the signature. Like everybody in the family knows that I make it really well is spinach and artichoke dip i gotta make oh, you my yeah. dip my dip so it's a good I dip even though we're all lactose intolerant yeah same but like honestly worth yeah. it it's a good ass dip so i think i would find a dish that you like like you've ordered at restaurants and you really enjoy eating and then figure out how to make it and yeah it's going to take a lot of like trial and error and add your own flair and then one day it will be your signature dish that you feel proud of and maybe that will activate you to want to find other dishes and maybe this thanksgiving you can bring your signature 
signature dish to the party and feel proud of it. But also, if you need to bring just a pie you bought at Walmart, I would get a patty pie, sweet potato pie, and feel fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> because it is what it is, and we're all starting somewhere, you know? Yeah. Okay, I think we're ready. Do we add the pesto add in? Pesto, and then is this a good amount of chicken for you to, like, save and use For also? sure. Okay. It's perfect. So you tell me, you add the sauce, because I don't want to add too much sauce for you. Oh, I don't know how much is too much. Okay, let's, we'll go slow. Okay, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, Should I take a pick? Yeah. Wow, beautiful. The okay. colors pop in. All right, describe this first bite. All right. I hope I did you well, but also we, we cooked together, but you know. Ow, we you recording. cooked. <laughs> you recorded. You definitely helped. Mmm. Good? Wow. Mmm. Really good. Fuck yeah. Wow, wow, really good. That's delicious. Now I can make this now. Yeah, it's not hard, right? Can't believe you said a little amount of spice. <laughs> oh, it's so much spice. <laughs> Um, the cook had to eat. I don't know if you got it. Wow, this is delicious, April. Oh my god, I'm so glad. Honestly, this pesto is really good. It's doing most of the work. Pesto is good. All right. So that's it. We have prepared a delicious chicken pesto with zoodles and cherry tomatoes. Soph now knows how to make this yummy ass meal, and we will post a pic of it on our Instagram. Um, thank you for joining us as we have this adventure. We're off next week for Thanksgiving. <laughs> what Soph with zoodles in her mouth was saying was, <laughs> we're off next week for the holiday. I hope you all have a good holiday, whether it's just you solo or with your loved ones. I hope that our episode from last year about how to navigate those tough conversations is helpful to you. If people try you again this year, I'm sure they will. And I hope you feel prepared to knock them down. Um, enjoy the holiday. And we'll be back next Thursday. Um, so that's it for this segment, A Little Bite, which is the smaller meat of it. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> I saw in our notes that we came up with that last year. We're so smart. Um, so smart. We're really smart. So that's it. We have solved cooking, right? Just cooking. Okay. You're, You're welcome. welcome. And that's our show. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to FYI at she's Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review on Apple podcasts, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. She's All Fat is created, produced, and hosted by us, Sophie Carter-Khan and April K. Quio. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. Our music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was mixed and edited by Maria Wortel. Special thanks to our fairy intern mother, Lynn Barbara, and our brand new intern, Kirsten Berg. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Bye! I'm walking, Maria. I'm April, and this is this is Thieval Speech Impediment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got your blooper. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.